0: Hello, the internet, and welcome to Season 126, Episode 1 of The Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness and say officially off the top, fuck the Koch brothers, fuck Fox News, fuck coronavirus, I guess? We don't like that, do we? Yeah. We're not, we're not no, we fan. don't.
1: We don't. We thought yeah. about it, and we decided we yeah. not
0: we're officially coming out should we cancel it yeah let's cancel coronavirus you guys Oh, COVID, Uh-oh.
2: you're canceled <laughs>
0: uh it's monday march 23rd 2020 my name is jack o'brien aka my my it's the daily zeitgeist we got miles gray and hosnie and jackie o'brien that is courtesy of picked last in zeit class uh, and I'm thrilled to be joined as always by my co-host mr miles gray
1: I'm quarantine girl I'm stuck at home but hey 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 I'm getting stoned
2: thank you to that what was that low by cracker yes thank you to rich Ramey for that aka to taking it back to the early 90s what mid 90s mid to mid to early 90s
0: It was a jam. That's one of those uh, AKs that when I hear the song, I realize, hey, I liked that song when I heard it on the radio and never again. Uh, exactly. Well, we are thrilled to be joined in our third seat
1: by our other co-host, Jamie Lofter. Oh, my darling, oh, my darling, oh, my darling, quarantine. <laughs> we are stuck inside forever. Gotta live your life online. Oh, wow. That's a sad Pretty one. Genius. Country music uh, can be very sad. That was water ch- at Water Chestnut. Uh, to Walt, Walter Chestnut Jr., The Railway Cat.
0: Mm-hmm. Gang
1: gang. Uh,
0: That's one of those songs that will stay stuck in my head. There,
1: uh, <laughs> there, Jack, when you said uh, it's Monday, I was like, or you know, or to some people, day 10.
2: Day 10. Dun-dun. <laughs> uh, oh, God, yes. Yeah. Guys. Just put another scratch in the wall in your cell. <laughs> <laughs> put, another, put another strike through those four tally marks.
0: How's everybody feeling this this fine Monday morning?
2: I'm adjusting. Yeah. I think it got yeah, the the maybe around Wednesday. I was like, "Oh." oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh and now I'm just trying to I think, you know, realizing it it'll be much easier if I can prepare to make this normal. So now I'm doing that and I'm like getting really strict about giving like, you know, a little bit of structure to the day. Cause I'm like forgetting how to eat even because like I don't have those like normal things of like, oh yeah, we done we're doing this, then we usually have a call, then I go eat. Uh so now I'm right. getting back to basics.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I feel like that's a that used to happen to me when I worked from home and you you need to like give yourself some boundaries that you're going to stick to cuz otherwise it'll just work will bleed into everything else if yeah. if you have a a job you like doing or if you have a job you hate doing probably yeah, either equally way. true. Well guys, let's uh real quick tell people what we're talking about. Aaron Paul <laughs> is interested in playing Kurt Cobain. Ugh. I hate uh, uh, talking about Aaron sick.
1: Paul.
2: It's the news we need right now.
0: Tax <laughs> day has been pushed to July 15th. Actual news we need. Um yeah. but fuckery is continuing. We have politicians uh who were dumping stock after they were updated about so it seems like that this is something that uh that was kind of a revelation. I think Thursday night was that it seems like rich people like knew about this, like knew that shit was about to go oh, yeah. terribly wrong.
2: Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah. yeah. They all yeah. talk. They'll talk.
0: Yeah. I'm going to tell people to donate their gloves, masks, hand sanitizers to hospitals. If they have excess, any of that, yes, um, please. I'm going to talk, uh, slash just be uh, despondent over the fact that Trump's approval ratings are actually like ticking slightly upward instead of plummeting to zero percent like I assumed they would. Uh, We are going to talk about how people are adapting. Uh, A guy made an escape room on Google Docs and Marvel (laughs) revealed uh, two new superheroes that uh, I don't know. Se- See, they like have they to be are. fake,
2: it it almost seems fake. It's so fucking yeah. absurd.
0: It seems like satire, of like, I it would be a satire made by a very dumb person. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. if if it weren't actually real, uh, yeah. but first, guys, let's get into our search history. What are we searching?
1: Oh boy, I got bad news. I had to you I had know to everything. I, I there's nothing left to search, baby. Yeah. No, that I I had to search how to return a violin.
2: Oh, and you what? Uh, what happened?
1: I got sent a broken violin. Motherfucker. Oh, fuck. I know. I so I'm like I I I don't really know. I mean, I guess I'm looking for Zeitgang help because I'm like uh, I don't want to like make someone come to my house and then like pick it. Like I can wait for the choir to end to return the violin i don't want to bug someone right now but i got i ordered my violin and guess what it was a piece of shit and and <laughs> it turns out that you uh it was a left-handed one <laughs> so a left-handed i got a, a left handed violin that was broken
2: can't you just oh is that because oh where like the chin-, chin rest yeah you can't switch that
1: i don't, not on this one it was like locked in so we're like, just oh. like
2: restring it Oh okay, well that's fucked. How much? Okay, I'm sorry. The, the more real, no. present question: How much did you pay for said violin?
1: Okay, maybe that explains some of what <laughs> happened, because <laughs> I paid forty two dollars for a okay. broken left handed violin.
2: <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think you anyway, know. In way, it's I- on
1: me. I rolled the dice and I lost.
2: Where'd you do your shopping?
1: Ah, uh, you know, I I hit up Mr. Bezos, saw what his cheapest violin was, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, had it dropped off, and uh, I had a brief like I left out. I've just been like for people who have been delivering stuff. I've just been like leaving out like a little snack package, and I was, because he he was like looking at me like, "Are you seriously? This is violin shaped." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm sorry." <laughs> uh, <laughs> Necessary,
0: but the staples that we all need. While I have in quarantine. I
1: have no choice now. My only choice now is is to be a professional ballerina, and that is going great.
0: <laughs> um, all right, Miles. Anything you've been searching? I was searching Jackbox because people keep talking about Jackbox. Yeah, games, we were playing last night. I did not know what they are. Uh, really? yeah. so, what, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm old. Uh, you gotta what, play what with
1: us. It? You gotta play with us.
0: So, it's like a, a survival box made by Jack FM, uh, full of like axe body spray, is what I'm understanding. Uh, no, Did it's, it's from the You Don't Know Jack guys, correct?
1: Yes, yes. And it's actually, I, uh, Jack, I thought you were, I was under the impression that you were involved in the creation of Jackbox.
2: <laughs> right. Me yeah, and I was going to say. Jacks.
1: seems like you might have been when excluded. When I met you, I'm
2: like, wait, Jack from You Don't Know Jack?
1: I was like, yeah. Jack of Box? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Jack <laughs> of Box fam? Yeah. Of Box, not of in the box.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Very different Jacks.
1: <laughs> but Jamie,
0: you were playing these games last night?
1: Yeah, yeah. It was like a whole, I mean, yeah. It, uh, Caitlin was there. Everyone, everyone was there. It was fun. Anna was there. We're, it's like party gotta, games? It's party games. Oh, yeah. You can live stream them. Zach, uh, or I think is Zach and Anna were live streaming them. And uh, you just like hook your computer up to your TV and click through to the link. And then you can like play on your phone. And then it's it's really goofy and really fun. And it made made us feel like we were with people. It was so fun. Oh yeah, yeah. DJ Dan. He's saying, uh, "Think Cards Against Humanity over the internet." That's 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 about right. Yeah, I mean, it's also like all the
2: games that they have are fucking really fun party games. Like the one where you have to bullshit other people is Mm -hmm. one of my favorites to play because you can. People who are not good at lying, their tells are so bad, and it's just always fun (laughs) to fuck with people.
1: Fibbage. Um, What is that's called
0: fibbage, Miles? Duh. Fibbage. Uh, I, I hate Cards Against Humanity, but the fibbage sounds fun. You love um, Crimes Against Humanity.
2: I <laughs> love Crimes
0: Against Humanity. That's always been I my, my, my preference.
1: Did, did y'all ever play Apples to Apples?
0: Yeah. That I is like a that fun better one. than. Yeah, that is a fun That's one. wholesome. Oh, it's wholesome and it's, yeah. I don't like Cards Against
1: Humanity because they say naughty things.
0: I know that's that's where I'm coming from. I don't Uh, like it
1: because they go blue, and I don't like that.
0: More like Cards Against Christianity.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: That got me good. That got me good.
2: I mean, yeah, chainsaws for hands. That's a definite nails in the cross reference.
1: They're.
2: (laughs) That card, it's always it's always a wild oh, one. man
1: Mensa used uh, to use, uh, like, there used to be certain Mensa users that would use uh, cards against, they would arrange <laughs> cards against humanity cards to like make weird threats against me.
0: See, I like the vibe I was getting off the guys in Mensa who were threatening you. I'm assuming they were all guys, but it seems like they probably were. Oh, uh, they said, you know, they're all women me, in Mensa. Like the that's mix, yes. sort of the the vibe that I got from Cards Against Humanity, like the people who love Cards Against Humanity f- feel like they would be those people. I but can't say that the,
1: the, the writers, the like people who write Cards Against Humanity are awesome. They're like in Chicago and they're really cool. But the people who get too into it, perhaps a bit of a toxic fan base situation.
0: Maybe I'm being too hard on Cards Against Humanity and <laughs> we should not judge uh, the yeah. creators of a thing by by who, uh, who their fan base is.
1: The writers are, um, are are nice. This is a guy who would, won't
2: drink monster because it has the mark of the beast. You're such a good Catholic. Oh, yeah. That's wait, true.
1: Jack, what's what's your Mountain Dew situation?
2: Uh, I'm out.
1: Again, Uh-oh. that was fast. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What happened? No, those don't last very long. They're
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, oh you're they're out. Gone. Like not out like you won't drink more. You just don't have any more.
0: Yeah, I don't have any <laughs> I've been uh yeah, and it's it's hard for me to justify like leaving the house just for Mountain Dew. So uh, it's gonna it's gonna be a while before you catch me in the deranged mode I was in the day that I was drinking Mountain Dew. You were <laughs> yeah, you uh,
1: strong uh, o-wa-a-a-a-a oh, 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 energy from you that day. <laughs> <laughs> strong
0: oh, 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 oh. Uh Miles, anything you are you've been searching?
2: Um, searching. Let me think. No. No. Okay. Oh, I was I was actually I was looking how long I needed to cook ground turkey, cause
1: oh we got some uh, of that, yeah.
2: Cause it says you know fourteen to sixteen minutes, but like I had that shit crumbled. I'm like, bro, this shit is cooked. But yeah. then I'm like, they're like fourteen to sixteen minutes. I'm like, this is going to get fucking dry. So yes. I I had it at a nice medium rare, and oh, I'm sick. <laughs> and I do not feel well. Um, no, I, I, I just wait, 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 ended up like your, making sure it fully cooked, uh and now your, it's 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 fine.
1: Where's your Where's everyone's poop set right now? Mine are oh, mine they're are, great. Mine are back. I was to say mine are getting better. I think they're 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 improving. I'm getting more vegetables. Yeah, I think it was mostly
0: stress based, to be honest.
1: Yeah, it turns out we were killing it the whole time. Taking stress shits. I googled uh, coronavirus beauty routine. I think that a lot of people are thinking along the same lines that I was of like, oh, I'm going to take advantage of this pandemic and get really sexy. Right. (laughs) So I found a Um, lot of suggestions.
0: All right, guys. What is something we all think is underrated? Because we all agree on everything now.
1: Oh underrated
2: uh, um coronavirus. (laughs) Yeah. Still seeing a lot of casualness out of people with this shit. Uh
1: I I'd say underrated um grow I mean grocery store employees and convenience store employees, uh or at least here I mean everywhere. And shout out to all our to Zeitgang who work um work in the in those places. But in California, especially, like when I got the push notification that California was like, you can't, you're not supposed to go out anymore. Cars were like our. All of a sudden, there was traffic on our street, and we like wow. we went to Seven Eleven, got the last case of White Claw, terrifying. Uh, wow. Went to Walgreens, and the but it was just like everyone working was like. So like everyone was like, I I don't know, at least in our area, no one was being a dick, which is nice. And like the employees were like fucking making it happen. They were changing their gloves between transactions. Like there was just, it it was, I was like, it was amazing. Yeah. So underrated.
0: I feel like I'm going to go with underrated, like all the countries that have done a good job with like guarding their people against coronavirus, uh Vietnam. Has a country where the average earnings, like on a per capita basis, is one tenth what the US is, but uh, they've managed to do a really good job of, you know, protecting their people from coronavirus spread, even though they're much closer to the origin. Um, and, yeah, but we're a
2: richer country.
0: Right. Right. So, so we're number one. We should be better, <laughs> right? In um, fucking fatalities. I, yeah. I feel like also underrated is if we had a competent administration this would be another story that would just kind of fly under the radar of a lot of americans i feel like they'd just be like oh yeah it sucks another thing bad thing happened (laughs) in other countries but because we have a just absolute clusterfuck of an administration like yeah it's it's bad yeah but shout out to all the countries that did a good job we're prepared
1: another uh, underrated I had was um if you have them watching your uh like childhood videos we started doing that yesterday I've got all the I've, I have like a mini DV disc of my 16th birthday party oh uh, wow <laughs> and it's like I mean I'm gonna try I, I need to figure out how to digitize it but like I'm gonna be dropping... I'm gonna be dropping some some hot clips, some deep cuts some, and gems, some deep cuts. There's there's a there's a shot of my mom doing a slow zoom on my first slow dance with a boy in the church basement. And <laughs> my mom and you can she's like narrating it. She's like, Andrew Stadensky. She was hoping <gasps> for this. Like, oh so, no! <laughs> <laughs> wow. It was, so brutal. Um, so if you she have like fun home videos. My mom like she has the most cursed narration track to anything, any life event. <laughs> She's and they're on wanted like, this for so long. <laughs> and there's like four different formats that went across my childhood. Like started a VHS and then she switched to like mini DV tapes or whatever the fuck right, that was. Yep. And then yeah. tiny DVDs and then full size DVDs. And so wow. they're she there's a lot of formats there's a, but it's like i've got time to di- to digitize and there's so many fucked up things that happened
2: a buddy of <laughs> mine has a mini dv deck to oh rip well, yeah. because we used to make so many fucking bullshit movies as kids on mini dv and like yeah. he's an editor that like he back when people still shot shit on mini dv he had it and he like dusted it off and we started digitizing all kinds of wacky shit that we were making uh but <laughs> let's let's connect, let me help you digitize that, yeah, so you can start cutting you can give us the cut with adult eyes birthday party super cut. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I really want to see that
1: uh, she's wanted this
0: she's wanted this for so long <laughs> you should oh, that would be happening. a good like it's just happening. you start a uh YouTube channel where it's you commenting on your childhood videos that would oh. Be,
1: and then do one Wonder- of those like cursed thumbnails where it's like Jamie reacts. And I'm like, oh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's right. I love
1: it. baby Jamie videos. tries what? And it's just me with my jaw unhinged. That's all YouTube thumbnails. Yeah, <laughs> like,
2: or you have you need the one like Home Alone with your hands pressed against <laughs> the side of your face, like, ah, yeah.
1: why do those work? I
0: don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. Don't know. We we all just can't stop clicking on them, can we folks?
1: Oh, uh, here, an idea for an under it. I haven't actually tested it, but the the last thing I I want to try in this week of quarantine is I want to see if I could if 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 there's an easy way to watch them. I want to try to get into soap operas.
2: Oh, I'm sure there okay. is.
1: Okay. Now's got to be a good time to I mean everyone's home all day and we could just all we should all start watching the stories.
2: Start yeah. starting over. Yeah, yeah, that might be our new reality.
1: Yeah, ooh, that would be fun.
0: We all divide into gangs of people who identify by the soap opera that we watch. Yeah, I'm young and the restless, like warrior style.
1: I'm General Hospital.
0: All right, let's take a quick break, and then we'll come back with our overrated myth. And we're back, and let's talk about what's overrated, gang, shall we? Mm-hmm. Um. Mm. Uh, I'm going to say the Trump presidency's response to the uh, oh, okay. this pandemic.
1: is coming in with the takes.
0: I, I know. Hot, spicy. Uh, I, I didn't think that it was overrated. I, I assumed everybody was paying attention, but... Uh, His approval on the like blended average on five thirty eight has gone up uh, since the pandemic started. Uh, I don't know, but when's that? When did that
2: poll take place?
0: I mean, it's pretty. There's a couple day lag, so maybe that's what's happening.
2: But also, like, I mean, I think if we look at how you know we are feeling it in only a handful of states, like Washington, California, New York. Illinois, like so, those places are like actively seeing their lives change dramatically pretty quickly as, as is the rest of the country. But I think once, once the rubber hits the road with a lot of people's jobs freezing up and the knock on effects of the economy, I can't imagine it's going to stay up.
0: But I don't think, I don't think people fully appreciate how avoidable this was. Um, right and how how much uh, his kind of resistance slash lack of leadership around getting testing out uh, has really fucked us completely. Yeah, um, you know, like kind of all the sober eyed analysis of uh, just different countries' responses really drives home the fact that they didn't they didn't want testing. They still don't want testing at uh, Friday's. News conference, he was like, I don't think everybody should get tested for uh, coronavirus. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, it's absurd. It's Again, ridiculous.
2: there's no yeah. way to combat a pandemic like this without testing people and understanding where, where the infection is, how it's spread. We keep, I mean, I think we'll just have to continue to keep talking about this because that's the only way to really effectively deal with the situation. And when yeah. you look at like, you know, once the I pretty, like once the Chinese had actually figured out the genetic sequence of the virus and made that available, all the other countries, most of the other countries who had their shit together began making their own test kits because they knew how to, you know, find it based on the testing or the PCR testing. And like reading I think there's like a New York Times article that's saying like hey, trouble getting tested? Maybe you just live in the wrong country. And it's talking yep. about every other country, like how they were just super on it and how we were basically a month or month and a half completely behind and just like, I don't know, we'll make our own. And then we made yeah. fucked up kits that didn't even work.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I I think there's something approaching Stockholm Syndrome with the way that people are uh reacting to this administration and it is like being in under a wartime administration In that we're yeah. getting emergency briefings every day and you know war does uh kind of raise people's esteem for their leadership but um if this ends up making him more popular it's really a. Uh, I don't know. He, he's he been so massively incompetent and their entire administration has been so massively incompetent. Um, and then they're politicizing of it and, you know, claiming that the media is using it to harm him rather than just reporting the incompetence is really, I don't know. It's yeah, I, I, mind, I, mind bending.
1: I kind of wonder, I think that that like wartime administration, that's, probably kind of close to to what it is cuz i was w- wondering the same thing earlier like last week too where you found like I found a lot of people in my mentions. Like first of all, not willing to hold the you know, giving the Trump administration more leniency in terms of like how little, like how little, and how they seem to know and were doing. And then in the same way around the like primary stuff with like, well, uh, why didn't people just vote early? Like in in yeah. like being more willing to blame people, um, rather than the systems that are making things people you know making it impossible for people to live as right. normal and i maybe and maybe it is like an impulse that's kind of connected to like well if i can't trust this system what can i trust but it's like right. really would encourage everyone to sh- to shake that notion because <laughs> if you pl- i mean if you blame the people like around you who are literally trying to avoid contracting a deadly virus like that's a that's some flawed some flawed yeah. shit Yeah. I
0: mean people are yeah, like mad like, at like, NBA players and celebrities and it is frustrating that they are getting tested without symptoms but at the same time they're getting tested when people should be
2: getting tested. Like well, that's
0: like, we we all should have been tested by now.
2: And all that should do is upset people that there's clearly problems with access to this testing based on your right. social class.
1: Right. right. Well, it's like at this point I know like three people that almost certainly have corona and cannot get tested for it and have been trying to get tested for it like it's and i feel like that at this point like a lot of us know someone who probably has it and can't get the test
2: yeah and uh, yeah again i think even the 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 poll numbers may be up now but this thing really is still very abstract to a lot of people in the country Mm -hmm. um like in terms of like obviously people are feeling the the knock-on effects of the financial parts but i think you know, there's still there's still clearly an element of denial. People are in about this whole thing, whether that's just kind of being like, you know, the Vanessa Hudgenses of the world who are like, yeah, I'll lock down. But like, honestly, I think it's being blown way out of proportion. You're saying that on day fucking three.
1: The Natalie okay? Portman's of the world being like, yeah, nothing to kill or die for.
2: Oh, uh, yeah. And <laughs> everything's. fine. But I think even for other people, when when you realize like, oh, fuck. This is this is going to be the new normal for uh, for, uh, you know, Anthony Fauci said several weeks. I think he wanted to avoid saying months. So he opted for several weeks. Um, But I think when that starts hitting, people are going to be asking questions like, why the fuck did it get to this Like, What is going on? Like, and you're not testing people. And I think even logically, even if you're not the most scientifically savvy person, And you're in a community where it's hitting your community and you're like, hold on, man, I think people are getting really sick and we can't test. That's, I think we just need, I think people are going to begin to realize sort of, you know, how this affects them too. And maybe public opinion will change, but If everybody could get
0: tested, we wouldn't be stranded in our houses right now, unless you had. No. Like if you could be tested like that, like you should be able to be tested, then we would have you know, people in quarantine who needed to be in quarantine, but right now it's just we we don't know, so everybody has to stay home. And, like, that is directly attributable to the, you know, inbuilt problems with our healthcare system, but also just the complete fuck-up by this administration and also what I have to believe is going to be, uh you know, evidence that they intentionally withheld testing or slowed testing or You know, they specifically did not accept the World Health Organization tests because, like, because Because of some.
1: Why? Like. Yeah, uh, they
0: didn't have any explanation why. Because? Um, Why? But this is like anything we've seen with this administration. There's like a positive,
1: a POSICOM. POSICOM. Okay, here's my POSICOM. Maybe by the time this airs, I will (laughs) disagree with myself. But I was thinking last night, like, that I'm hoping, I mean, it's taking too long and it absolutely is causing more damage than it needs to. But this whole crisis is forcing basic social programs that should have gotten off the ground way sooner to finally happen. And so I hope that that will have positive long-term effects. Example being that um, there are like a bunch of companies, including Spectrum, that like they... I don't know whether it's just a policy they did or, like, legally they can't. But um there's certain companies that you um, cannot pay your bill if you can't afford it, and they can't cancel your service right now. But I'm sure yes. they could just make it worse. I don't know. Right. So I was uh, able for the f- first time yesterday to get my city councilor to respond to something that I said. Um, <laughs> wow, which felt really like i mean i will not even speaketh his name because i don't think he's doing as good a job as he should but right. but i did like i i've tweeted at this guy a bunch and this was the first time that i actually got a response from whoever's running that twitter account being like hey where is this encampment located like we we are planning to do this this and this um so I, i'm I mean I don't know there there's like such a big homelessness um problem in our city in particular but now it's like this this city and like on a state and city level like both um the mayor and the governor have had to commit to actually doing something which normally they just pretend it's not a thing that's happening and now i actually right. got my city councilor to respond to me and say hey we're bringing a hand washing station this weekend and we're having like local um most local uh like rec centers around here are being turned into shelters for a while so it's like basic things that should have been done a long time ago that are actually going to be done now i hate i mean and i hate that it has to be something so horrible to get something to happen but there's like a the tiniest bright side in there maybe
0: that's great one other thing that the internet our internet (laughs) the (laughs) the fact that we have uh, access to internet that won't drop you uh is overrated I would say because Miles you keep getting dropped man.
2: Something yeah. happens. I don't know if it's my neighborhood or my router, or whatever. I mean we we work yeah. through it. It's not it's not dire.
0: But we we did talk on last week's episode about uh how like it seems like the internet uh quality is like a little bit shakier than it has been uh and in the uh zeitgang discourse or discord uh they were talking about uh how like kind of an explanation for that and that like when you look at uh general internet traffic around the world it's up 5% uh within the US during normal work hours which isn't that much uh currently YouTube streaming is beating Netflix two times over the bandwidth consumption which is Hell pretty yeah. wild but yeah torrenting makes up as of December 2019, about 5 to 10% of bandwidth. And we will give credit to P.D. Thorne from ZeitGang for that little report. Oh, but thank yeah.
2: God. I just got an email. What's up? Taco Bell will deliver to your door. Holy shit. Oh. Guys. Oh. All right. Oh hey, we're going to end oh. this episode early. All right. So okay. let's just cut that right there, guys. <laughs> I'm going to go have diarrhea again.
1: <laughs> Diarrhea's back on the menu, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh,
0: anything else we want to say is overrated before we go to our myths? Uh,
2: no. No?
0: Maybe the uh, internet thing and the fact that we can always have access to internet can be our myth. And we can move right on to the stories of the day. Well, Unless dude, anybody had a myth they really wanted to bust.
2: I mean, myth is one of the stories. I'd like to okay. bust
1: I'd like to bust the myth that I was really waiting to dance with that boy at my birthday party. <laughs> okay. Well, you
2: know what, Jamie? We need to see the tape I, first. I'd Speaking like to say yourself. that I, do I, really I did
1: do. have a crush on him, but but the way that she said it made it sound like I'd had a crush on him for, for years. And I would okay. say maybe She's at that point it's been a this month or for two. So long. She's she really made overly it, so.
2: wordy explanations just reek of the fact that you wanted that dance. I'd
1: just like to say it was a fairly new crush and it ended up working out in my favor and that is that's great but it she really made it sound like i'd been wanting it for 10 years <laughs>
2: oh, okay well you sound so. as nervous uh as some of these senators who got caught <laughs> possibly insider trading as um, i actually, se- yeah. <laughs> seamlessly switched to my myth which is that and i think this myth has been busted since the beginning of time but that these politicians give a fuck about you Oh, and yeah. all they will do was will exploit their proximity to power and information to only enrich themselves. And case in point, we're looking at four senators right now, possibly more, who dumped a lot of stock from yeah. a- around the time when they received a briefing from the White House on what to expect from the coronavirus outbreak. And then the following weeks as well. And these are Senators Jim Einhoff. Kelly Leffler from Georgia, Diane Feinstein, Die Fi, why? You Feinstein, are such a woke I mean, warrior. Not- she's
1: been on notice for a while, and this really oh, yeah. puts the she's nail in the thing.
2: 100 percent Yeah. She's like our Susan Collins, but like not <laughs> yes. like to a lesser extent. I think for for like progressives and liberals, they're like, what are you doing, Diane? Oh, yeah. uh, and also Richard Burr, who's the head of the Intel committee, who gets a lot of information as well. Um, and it just, when you just look at this, these You know, to put it broadly, these senators. It looks like, according to this timeline, on January twenty fourth, had a meeting with the White House, a briefing on like what the disruptions and what the outbreak could look like of coronavirus, and then those following days, some were um, selling in excess of one point five million dollars worth of stock um, in businesses that were going to be negatively affected by this outbreak and the coming shutdowns. So. On one hand, they're like, oh, I don't know. Like a lot of the, uh, like Kelly Loeffler, for example, she said, you know, a lot of um, that trading is actually done unbeknownst to me. Like that money's being managed. But keep in mind, her husband is the fucking chairman of the New York Stock Exchange.
1: Mm-hmm. So
2: how the fuck is she gonna go out of hmm. a meeting where she's heard, oh man, we're talking probably some disruptions to business travel is going to decrease and be like, hey, you know that uh, comfort in stock we have that that those hotel stocks you have, I would dump them the fuck right now because they're about to be yeah. they're about to turn into paper. Um, yeah. and then the irony is she didn't just dump stock that was going to be neg- negatively affected. She fucking bought stock in a company that specializes in teleconferencing. That's
1: yeah, wild. It's, it's it's fucked up. It. Uh... I mean what it's like it's the, the least fuck? surprising thing ever and it's just no these one people cares. need to fucking go no to one. jail
2: they need to be no to take cares. all their fucking money from them it, this is fucked this is just completely absurd and this has been this happens all the time like Richard Burr for example yeah. he, he dumped a ton of hotel stock um but he's also one of the few senators who op- opposed the stop trading on congressional knowledge act which was a bill that was put forward that explicitly kept lawmakers um and anyone who worked for them basically being like, do not use any of this information you have access to to benefit yourself in the stock market. And Richard Burr is like, oh, I don't know if we need that. Cut to this bullshit right now. And a mm. lot of like disclosure forms show that Richard Burr is not like, you know, I, they say he's worth about one point eight million dollars, and he traded or he sold around one and a half million dollars worth of stock. So I think he was literally protecting his fucking retirement with this right. move. But they're all fucking, they're all singing the same tired ass tune of like, oh, you know, this is just, it's weird. I don't actually uh, deal with that, but we need an investigation. Yeah, this is, if true, this could be bad. On one hand, yeah, maybe it is true that they don't know uh, how that money moved, but I, mm, I don't know. I don't know. Seems. I'd be
0: very interested to, I'm looking forward to reading sort of the long read, deep dive uh, journalism about other rich people who like kind of seemed to know something was going on, like Bob Iger stepping down as the CEO of Disney and everyone's right, like, wait, right. where the fuck is that coming from? Yeah. Um, and, I, I'm, you know, it's like when he did that, people were like, do we think this has anything to do with coronavirus? It seems to be a real problem for China and their Chinese theme parks. Cut to like two, two weeks later and nobody's like really thinking about that anymore. But it's it's really strange it does seem like there might be also like in addition to covering their own asses when it comes to uh their investments there might be like an information hoarding thing going on where they're like well we don't want to panic the public uh but right. so let's just like keep this information to ourselves and protect ourselves while uh while you know the world is ready to get just destroyed by a tsunami. And then yeah and then
2: turn yeah. around and ask for a bailout
1: well, there's yeah. definitely still, I mean, I feel like there's definitely still, it seems like over the course of a month, like pieces of what is a huge story, like you're saying Jack, are have been kind of like coming out and it'll all, I don't know, like gang, you know, keep your fucking cork board, attach all the strings, we'll figure <laughs> it out. Yeah, uh, I mean, it yeah. could
2: be interesting to see how many people like jettisoned their golden parachutes like in a very explicit way, if if there's more analysis on like what kind of sales were made and movements within that one percent class, yeah. Uh I th-
1: yeah. I would. Do you think? Do you think? Okay, I was just thinking about the Denver airport this morning because I'm always thinking about the Denver airport.
0: Mm, who is? You, think,
1: you think people are getting ready to go to the Denver airport, or is that for a different conflict?
0: Yeah, I don't know.
1: Although, well, you know, like there's all those conspiracy theories about the. Denver airport of like, that's where, uh, that's where the rich people are going to go when things fall to shit. And it's a whole bunker. Right, 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 right. Oh, I love these theories. I read about them all the day, all the time. Uh, I I thought
0: you just meant you were talking, you were thinking about the, uh, giant horse sculptures asshole. Uh, (laughs) did did you see that, that picture going around? No. (laughs) Have you have you seen that giant horse sculpture? That's like terrifying and oh, looks like yeah, it was specifically designed for a horror movie. And well, it killed if its you, owner. What?
1: Or and it killed its creator. The the horse. Yeah, it killed that, its creator. Yeah, and
0: also uh, it has a fully articulated asshole. Wait, uh, really? <laughs> next to like a very veiny like ball sack and uh, penis.
1: I love that scary horse. I love Denver airport theories. I just like if you all of a sudden are like, oh, it looks like a celeb is in Denver. They're going to the airport. They're going to the bunker. This is the conspiracy theory I'll go down with.
2: I mean, it would be it would suck, though, to try and run away to a place that a lot of people suspected you were going. Because what what happens when we're at the gates?
1: Right. I don't know. I just know there's a bunch of Girl Scouts that say they saw the bunker in the 90s. And then the Denver <laughs> airport was like, oops, we shouldn't have showed you that. And now they just tell the Girl Scouts it wasn't true.
2: It uh, mm. was a Chuck E. Cheese, actually. But <laughs> you, know, you know how that went. So we had, to, we had to board it up.
1: Believe women, a.k.a. believe those Denver Girl Scouts.
0: Uh, all right, guys, let's take one more break and we'll be right back. And we're back. And uh, quickly, tax day has been pushed to July 15th. Um, Yep. So, I mean, this is kind of. I I do feel like this might also have something to do with why people are like being okay with the current administration because they are having to do things that, uh, you know, uh, make allowances for the fact that our world is totally fucked. And since that is one of the only public faces people are getting and that is what they're coming to associate it with. Like maybe that's the sort of thing uh, that is making people view it more positively, but this is bare minimum shit. Yeah.
2: Mm -hmm. And like they're easing like student loan payments for like federally held student loans. So you read things, you're like, okay, they kind of get it, but it's a lot of the stuff's really narrow too. Like a lot of like the, you know, mortgage payments being, Frozen or evictions being frozen. Some of those apply to just a really narrow group of renters um, and owners. So You know, the headlines might look good, but when you really dig deep into it, you're like, "Mm, this isn't actually quite. And I think people will realize that when they when they hear something like that and they're like, oh, great. And then when they apply for that assistance, they're like, I don't qualify. What the fuck is this?
1: Well, yeah. And again, you have to like really read the fine print and stuff like that, because there's a lot of things that like the headline sounds good. And then you find out you are only eligible if you have coronavirus coronavirus, right? or if right. you're living some with someone who has coronavirus and that if you're just affected by it uh in a in a quarantine sense you the benefits don't apply to you
0: yeah and how are you going to prove that you have coronavirus when they won't give you
2: a test
1: exactly
2: um, oh now it's yeah. like that gif with the black dude where he's like oh can't pay somebody's <laughs> coronavirus assistance payments if i don't test them and they don't have coronavirus
1: it's such a good gif? where is that gift from
2: It's from this uh, British comedy. Oh, forget what it is, but yeah, it's it's from an uh, like an English comedy.
1: It's a classic.
0: Also, the like a one-time payment of one thousand or two thousand dollars is not gonna not gonna cut it. It's gonna need to be Mm. monthly for as long as this crisis lasts. Yes. Um, let's talk about Aaron Paul really quickly. Step Uh, away from this is just so funny funny to me because
2: like. Well, it's just funny. There was like a headline, right? I think it was an AV club or something where it just says, Aaron Paul is interested in playing Kurt Cobain in a biopic. And then when you like actually click the article, it's just saying that a few years ago, he said that he would like to do like maybe play Kurt Cobain in a biopic. Yeah. (laughs) And that was like the whole thing. And I'm like, wait, so the source of this headline is referencing a years old article in which he merely Express the desire to play a part. There's no. There's nothing in development. There's no. Nothing's been agreed to. But it's just like. I think it's just more indicative too of like what's happening for a lot of writers too. Is like events are dwindling to report yeah. on. Yeah. That yeah. now it's like here's a new headline. A few, I don't know if you, I don't know if you guys remember this, but remember when like Aaron Paul was like he wanted to beat Kurt Cobain. Anyway, that's I, that part.
1: I just <laughs> think Aaron Paul is the thirstiest b-lister in the mix he Ooh. wants there was to be... a finger
0: wag wag there but wow. the there
1: well he just like everything you every story about him is just he just wants to be talked about he wants to be kept <laughs> top of mind he's like hey remember bojack hey remember Breaking Bet? like he's he's literally <laughs> he's i mean this is like a a, a little bit uh we live in a bubble but like aaron paul's out here with his fucking dog at the silver lake halloween dog pageant dressing his dog up in a breaking bag costume i think he's embarrassing
2: oh wow oh. okay so now we come back to sunny's knife costume
1: sunny uh right. sunny's knife costume they wouldn't even they that he wasn't given a chance <laughs> if i'll say they were I like i feel
0: like that's you know, the like, real cork board that the Zeit gang needs to be working on, how everything goes back to Sonny's knife cards. Yeah, about Sonny's
1: devastating loss in the 2019 uh, pageant. They didn't even, when they brought him out, they were like, and this is Sonny as a knife. I was like, okay, you don't need to say it like that. First right. And <laughs> anyways, Aaron Paul. And I think you know
2: what the problem is, is that one of the judges was, was dressed as Joe Biden. <laughs> and that's the only reason now. You if if it would have been someone and dressed that's as Bernie why Sanders, tried to you would have been sex like, with fuck the that leg.
1: guy. Yeah. There well and, and I will say it that, all goes
2: back to the costume. The
1: costume. second the second most thirsty celeb in the past uh, day of news cycle is um it's Aaron Paul thinking about doing something and I think mm-hmm. demanding his publicist email someone about it. And uh, second oh. second is uh, Josh Gad front facing cry video. You see that? No. Yeah, there. I I have no patience for Josh Gad. None at yeah,
0: all. I'll allow it. People who are going through some shit, like uh, I'll allow it. I I find that much more acceptable than the uh, Imagine video from last week.
1: I find I I think that it's going to be very hard to empathize with any celebrity solidarity video until you have it pulled out to a full shot and you see where they are uh it's one <laughs> thing to have right. your josh gad front face crying video but then when you see frozen palace behind him you're like mm, i guess i don't care if josh gad is crying
0: right oh yeah, i used to get i very fair
1: i okay that's my those are my two people well, yeah, I mean it's, it's go and, off and I think on
2: that's like the pain like there's like multiple dimensions of the struggle and pain we're all experiencing where it's like you know the human level regardless of how wealthy you are you're gonna feel that and i think that's what josh gad's doing in his videos but then for there're plenty of us who also want to be sobbing too but we're like you know what we kind of need to hold it together to kind of keep surviving here and yeah it's it's tough when you look at somebody and you're like oh you don't have survival on your mind more right. so than like the hit to your social life and i think i think that's what i hope many of these people can begin and even like myself in certain aspects i just you know i want to be able to acknowledge how fortunate you can be to be able to do some maintain some semblance of normalcy throughout this um but yeah and also think of other people too and like what they're going through and how you can be a person who pulls somebody up rather than just sort of like looks down and is like oh that's fucked up
0: not to be uh, a gadfly even though that is uh what me and other gad fans consider ourselves uh <laughs> call ourselves but uh it, he does say that he's crying on behalf of all the people whose uh, pain he is, you know, empathizing with. Go volunteer so,
1: at a food pantry, motherfucker. Like, I don't know. Sorry. He is
0: nothing if not an empath. Uh, I just want to say that. <laughs>
1: Do you uh, remember when uh, Rise of Skywalker came out and there was that very cursed marketing video of Josh Gad being like, hey, I love Star Wars. Daisy Ridley, Star Wars is coming out. Like, I just, he's he's annoying. <laughs> Wait, is he in, just in the so Rise of Skywalker? I don't even, this is a personal I don't even thing. know No, him. he isn't. No, he isn't. Oh. He should have been promoting Frozen too, But instead, he had his publicist email Star Wars. It'd be like, hey, Josh Gad would love to be annoying in a Star Wars thing. And they were like, all right.
0: Who is he in Frozen?
1: He's Olaf. He's really- No! Is
0: his-
1: yes. Yeah. He's a Fuck, very talented man. voice actor. I will never downplay Josh Gad's talents. I just think as a human being, he's so deeply obnoxious. He also, one of my favorite, this was something on Who Weekly uh, that they pointed out. But um Who Weekly did a search of Josh Gad doing um celeb RIPs and making it about himself uh, on Twitter. <laughs> and there's like there's like a murderer's li- like 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 for the past 10 years, Josh Gad has been like R.I.P. so and so. I'll never forget when I met you and <laughs> you're Oh, it's so... <laughs> that's an amazing... Well,
2: yeah, that's the other talent we've seen, the improvisation to survive we've seen out of people. It's like really honing that skill to make even this global pandemic very narrowly about yourself. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and like export that. But, you know... Sure. There's I mean- other way. I think a lot of other people I think are just aside from josh gad i don't even know like i just hear that name and All i right. never knew the who the josh fuck he was. defense
1: force is out today no i just don't
2: uh, i'm like i don't even know who the fuck he is i'm like oh frozen right. never seen it and he was like, great
1: in the book of mormon he was great in the ashton kutcher jobs movie he's great in pretty much he's great in pixels he's great he's in pretty much performer. everything but he's annoying yeah. <laughs> much like aaron Sadly, paul it's like Paul, how, do we, how, talented, do we apply, how do we bring an
2: even-handed uh, adjudication of Josh Gad's body of work on this show? Listen, um, I
1: i I know a lot about him because I'm very fixated on how frustrating I find him.
2: Yeah. Well he's reading to he's reading children's books to people or children's books every night on that's the internet. That's great. I well that's that is good. Thing,
1: I'm glad he's that, doing something like that.
2: That is a thing that, that keeps uh, being
0: offered. Uh, on both from celebrities and from uh, my children's teachers, who I love and God bless them and they're the best. But I like wh- why would we need somebody to read our kids' books over live stream when we can, like if because we're we're there when they're on the internet. Why why wouldn't we just read them the books? I don't know. That's confusing to me. <laughs> well, it's also mean, yeah. like
1: would you want your teacher to read you a bedtime story? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd be weird. One thing I I I usually
0: I mean to be fair, my parenting style is usually plopping them down in front of a live stream of Josh Gad. But
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm glad Josh Gad's doing something for the kids. That's nice. Kids love Olaf. That's good.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Frozen. Olaf. Miss me with
1: that. But uh, did uh, Jack? Do your kids like those books about the pigeon? The like, don't let the pigeon drive the bus. Yeah. Oh yeah, th- that I like th- that author Mo Willems, has been doing like a morning like doodle session with kids that I thought was really cute.
0: He is amazing. He's the he best. Is our generation Seuss or my kids. Uh, I don't know, dude. I
2: think that guy is one of the most obnoxious, thirsty, <laughs> B-list celebrities <laughs> I have up. ever seen. This Mo Will, ugh,
1: Mo Willems Leave it is alone. Good.
2: He didn't <laughs> post Willems a front-facing is...
1: cry vid.
2: He's great. Uh, I think and- is that a new meme we can do everyone does their own front facing cryvid. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it could end up like that where people who are really struggling co-opt this video style to be like no this is what human suffering looks. Well, like.
1: there's already been yeah. so many like I've in the past 24 hours I've been involved in three celebrity imagine video parodies like people <laughs> like- Like that's unfortunately just the truth. I did one to Ariana or no one to Selena Gomez's love me like a love song. Did one to smash mouth all star. Did one to shout out to McG. Shout, Shout out to McG.
0: Um I mean, really, would that song have been a big hit without McG? That's a question <laughs> that McG asks Mick. you to ask yourself on a regular basis. <laughs>
1: Where's McG? Um, I mean, yeah. What's what's McGee doing for the kids? What's he streaming for the kids? Yeah.
0: That is that's what I think we're all wanting to know just because whatever it is is probably super
2: lit. Um well, my, my friends, yeah, it's just his is, it's his uh, commercial reel on a fucking loop. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So guys, this officially marks, uh, one week that, uh, at least the zeitgeist has been recording, uh, remotely. And I I feel like it's a good time to, uh, look at just a review of how, how we humans are adapting to our, uh, you know, being shut in, uh, what, what, what's going on. Jamie, you said that, uh, at the end of last week, you did a a comedy show, a a streamed comedy show, and uh, it was cooler than you expected?
1: It was awesome. It was, I just, like, I I love all my comedy friends and I miss them. I just was like, is Instagram Live gonna, like, work for this kind of thing? But from what I could tell, it really did. I, and it also just felt good to, like, feel like you were performing a little bit for for a second. It was right. really right. it was really nice. So if you're looking for diversions, comedy shows are still happening. Um and they're all obviously free to go to now. Uh Yeah. Yeah, like they, it's it's been super 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 nice. Um right. so highly good. recommend.
2: Yeah, I think just in general because we are dealing with like the total lack of stimulation you know we're creatures of habit and we have needs and we adapt pretty quickly or we become ingenious pretty quickly and i think phase 1 is i think most people trying to figure out solving like the socializing boredom aspects of being sort of isolated um because you know like we like we've been saying like over the last week on the of the show like talking about using video chats to like, you know, play Jackbox or quiplash or other people are doing shit like that. Or there's been like uh virtual raves where people were like yeah, setting, streaming from like a warehouse in Brooklyn, uh, with like 5,000 viewers, like on Twitch, because like one of these club promoters was like, yo, I know a lot of DJs who can't do what they want to do anymore, but maybe we can find a way to give people some music or way to, you know, turn the music up at home and participate in something. Um, and then, the funny thing is like people are saying like club penguin online
1: yes we were talking about Club penguin last week
2: yeah so like club penguin online is like an off-brand version right like there's club penguin and there's club penguin online am i getting that right
1: uh i'm not exactly sure actually that's a good question
2: uh sorry
0: what was this on an episode i was not there for because i don't know what the fuck y'all are talking about
1: well now we know jack doesn't fucking listen to what i'm yeah, saying he I doesn't say.
2: listen to anything jamie said yeah jamie was talking about how club penguin came back
1: he's just a thirsty b-lister <laughs> i'm Jackson's a, thirsty, a b-lister thirsty b-lister who's Lister. just in it
2: for the fame <laughs>
1: you're just yeah. in it for the front face and cry i prefer <laughs> club
2: polar bear but like oh god actually i'm gonna show myself out for that joke um <laughs> on there they're saying like you know it's basically like sort of like a second life but with your little penguin avatars but it's mimicking real life like what a lot of people have been seeing like Definitely, a lot of people sharing anxieties and like what they what their hopes are for the future. But the other thing is, like, people aren't like the sports stadium; no one was in there.
1: Yeah, uh, the skate
2: park was, just, was yeah. empty. The dance clubs empty. So people we were just gathering in these other spaces. That I think that reflect more even what's happening in the in the real world. Uh, it's just very uh, very interesting to see that.
1: I like it. I've been watching. Uh, I've been playing this uh, off-brand game called Avatar High that used to be. <laughs> on- That
2: sounds so off-brand.
1: It sounds well. I I told Isaac about it, and Isaac was like, "What? It's Na- Navi in high school?" I was like, "Fucking no! It's it's The Sims, but in high school. So you make eight characters, and then you make them date each other, and you make them decide what their college majors are, and you can throw a prom, and it's really fun, and everyone should play." That sounds
0: fun. Is it's that really a social cool. game or is that like just a... You no, play, it's a
1: all-by-yourself game.
0: All-by-yourself, which yeah. are still important.
1: It's a lonely game.
0: AA meetings are also going like using Zoom and it's cool because you don't have to go anywhere. You just <laughs> go from uh, being in a meeting to clicking a button and you're all by yourself just uh, very quickly, which is nice. I actually... Linked off to a guide to LAA meetings, uh, virtual AA meetings in LA in my Twitter profile. If people want to check it out,
2: yeah, we could also put that in the show notes on the Discord.
0: This guy made an escape room on Google Docs. That's
1: cool.
2: Yeah, just like very simply, it's more like a choose-your own adventure because obviously, like you're limited to like text and pictures and hyperlinks on one piece of paper. But it's kind of more choose your own adventure, and you get a bunch of options. Like you'll read a paragraph, and then you can choose an option. And it'll link to another thing. Uh, so that's another thing we'll post in the shore notes in footnotes. is will. So uh, you can try just you know some weird shit. It might inspire you to make your own ridiculous Google Doc escape room.
1: Personally, yeah. I'm just uh, I'm just like hanging out at home, jerking off until Quibby drops. I'm just waiting. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I think we're
0: so, all in that.
2: I, I need that
1: architecture. I need the architecture. I need to see Judge Chrissy Teigen or whatever the fuck. Uh,
0: also, someone wrote a spec script for Curb Your Enthusiasm in the time of coronavirus. Mm. That, uh, <laughs> oh fuck! If anyone wants to check that out, that that has actually crossed too. my mind. That this, I'm like, wait, they couldn't have it out already, but they would almost like you would almost expect them to. So that'd be cool if they just went to Larry
1: David's house and, and just like made, I mean, yeah. Yeah.
0: Shout out to Anna for bringing that to our attention. Uh, All right, guys, a pleasure. As always one week in the books of our new show format. Uh, Jamie, where can people find you? Yeah. I have fun. This highlight of the day. Uh, Don't tell my family. Uh what? <laughs> uh where where can people find you follow you?
1: Uh you can find me on Twitter at Jamie Loftus help, Instagram at Jamie Cry Superstar, listen to the Beckdell cast. We're having Barry Sonnenfeld on this week remotely. Oh my god. And we're covering Wild Wild West. So, Wild Wild West. Uh that's a hot exclusive. Wow, wow. Uh, that I'm I'm very excited for, um, yeah. So yeah, just just go there and make sure to. Um, th- just a reminder to check out uh, mutual aid funds um, near where you're living. Whether you're on lockdown or you're on semi lockdown or whatever, um, look up what your local mutual aid fund is. There's always people and places that are looking for supplies. They'll come to your house and pick shit up. You don't even need to leave if you're not comfortable leaving. But if you have a little bit of extra stuff, it is very very easy to do, and they make it a uh, very smooth process. They picked up a bunch of toilet paper from here yesterday and it went great so do it up
0: do it up do did it they pick up, up any white claw or was that did they <laughs> you didn't have any extras <laughs> of that
1: uh we don't have any extra white claw in this house so we're actually <laughs> gonna need uh, um,
0: all, all of them i'm gonna need all those uh <laughs> i'm gonna need yeah. all <laughs> we will we will link off to that in the uh footnotes uh footnotes. in the show notes yeah there's a great Discord. i'll, I'll uh, send is there a tweet the you've been enjoying google, Jane? the
1: google docs there is. Give me a second. It's from um, Nick Sorelli of Nick Sorelli and Brad Evans, two of the best people on the planet. Um, you can listen to their. They actually have a great Jack F, uh, Jack FM parody on Comedy Bang Bang this week.
0: It's um, so fucking good. They are so and I. <laughs>
1: I just if you haven't like discovered them now is the time to discover Nick and Brad. They've been they they did they do a lot of like incredible like video stuff, um, which I should have described that better. But they did a great video on march 15th where it's them and drew tarver and they're they're saying coronavirus isn't stopping this tool cover band and it's just two minutes of of them (laughs) dressed as a tool (laughs) cover band saying like hey we're so sorry we had to cancel the gig but we're not gonna let this stop the fucking music and then they start (laughs) playing tool music out of sync over video it's really great (laughs) uh and then there's another nick tweet that says um If social distancing has you down, just remember that Shakespeare, a guy that wasn't real, wrote a bunch of boring-ass shit that no one reads after high school during a time when everyone in Europe was drinking diarrhea water to protect themselves from Jewish magic. (laughs) 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 That's at Nick Sorelli and follow Uh, at at Brad Evans, too.
0: That is important to keep in mind at this trying time. Inspiring, Uh, yeah. Uh, Miles, where can people find you?
2: Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram and PlayStation Network at Miles of Gray. Uh And also my other podcast, 420 Day Fiancé with Sophie Alexandra, where we get high and talk about 90 Day Fiancé, which I have a feeling some people, uh, if you're lucky enough, you will have time to do that. So join the adventure. And even if you don't, you can join the adventure and not watch whatever. It's still fun. Uh, a couple tweets I like. One is from Carl Tart, at Carl. Uh, this is just in reference to Love Is Blind, yep. which I think he just started watching because he just <laughs> tweeted, "Jessica is not who I thought she was when I started the program." Like, <laughs> tweets from t- I, that like was four on my list ago. Too. <laughs> uh, and then That's also f- one from Reductress. A uh, few people on Twitter were tagging me in this one, but it's so good. It's a photo of a couple like in a bathroom, like where the man is holding the woman from behind, looking in the mirror, and it says. How to satisfy her, even though you'll never be a giant poop that comes out in one long piece. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, that's the best. <laughs> uh, that's incredible. You can find uh, me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. Some tweets I've been enjoying. Jesus uh, Nice has been doing great work. Out there, Uh, great content. He tweeted, uh, You remember exactly, this isn't a joke, this is just true. You remember exactly what you were doing when you heard House of Balloons for the first time in 2011. Uh, I absolutely do. I feel like that's true of a lot of people uh pixelated boat tweeted stuff john stevens you motherfucker i know you're in quarantine you've got no excuse not to do those other states you piece of shit it's
2: <laughs> like, like a
0: little too aggressive <laughs> which i really appreciate it oh, uh great. and then Jesus nice tweeted if you played dr mario you need to step up and help the current medical professionals <laughs> uh you can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, Daily where we post our episodes and our footnotes. Where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode as well as the song. We ride out on Miles. What are we going to ride out on this fine Monday?
2: Another uh, track from Zoot Woman, actually. Uh, Another one. Great, great Great uh, little drum lick in this uh, And it's just, again, it's a mixture Of easiness, listening, but also A little energy to get your energy up Your spirits up, uh, do some stuff around The house, go, you know, be a teacher For the day, a caretaker, go to the Store, whatever you have to do uh, This track's called Chicago, Detroit, L.A. Uh, yeah Shout out to those cities too Yeah and, um, and everyone, you know, shout out to everybody Shout out to the whole out world, to shout out Earth
1: Shout out shout out the Milky shout Way out. Galaxy Shout Canada. out to Mass.
0: Rockton Shout Shout out out Wheeling, West Virginia
2: Dayton, Ohio Shout out Newton, Mass
1: Both the Dakotas
2: Shout out Essex, Junction, Vermont
1: Shout out Easton, (laughs) I guess
0: (laughs) Uh, Shout out Louisville, Kentucky The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio For more podcasts from iHeartRadio The iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts Or wherever you listen to your favorite shows Shout out Marshfield Shout out Marshfield Uh... That is going to do it for this Monday. Uh, did you say Atlantic City? Daily City. Oh, okay. that
2: place.
0: Uh, well, shout out to Atlantic City and Ocean City as well, right across the channel. Shout out uh, New York that's City. That's going to do it for this morning. We will be back this afternoon to tell you what's trending. We'll shout talk to you All then. of
1: Rhode Island.
2: <laughs> shout out New Bedford, Mass.
1: Hey, New yeah. Bedford. <laughs>